Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we recap episode 16 of season six, Below Decks Med, titled Sleepless in Croatia. We say hello to returning guest Jamel Hill as her and her husband celebrate one year together. Katie second guesses her decision by kicking Delaney to the curb. And Matt gets moderate feedback that sends him into an absolute spiral. We'll go over who won and lost the episode, our question of the week, and finish out the episode with a returning listener submitted life advice around meeting new people. Now, as I bring in my co-captain, Sean, I want to let our listeners know that we were lucky enough to interview Lloyd earlier this week. We'll be releasing the interview later this week. And honestly, I was so excited to be able to speak with Lloyd. I think he is one of the most lovable characters of recent seasons. And this interview definitely lived up to my expectations. So, Sean, I want to bring you in here. As I mentioned on last week's pod, I thought Jamel's crew was going to be more active than the last charter guests, and Katie was going to be regretting being down to two stews. I didn't want to be right, but here we are. Does this misstep change your opinion on Katie as a chief stew and a leader? Yes and no. So here's Katie's so good at being a stew, maybe not a chief stew, but a stew. You know, she loves working hard. I guess Courtney doesn't mind working hard alongside her. She just got the second stripe. I hope that means a pay upgrade too, but I don't know. I can never get a straight answer about that. But like, and Kitty's an awesome stew. You know, Sandy complimented her tablescapes. Uh, there was one point where all of the guests were ordering drinks and they're like, you're not going to write any of this down. And Kitty got all of the drink orders right. So Kitty's awesome at her job as far as like just like being a stew. However, you got like David and Malia doing laundry. So it, and also you had Lloyd gone the first day of this charter because of that panic attack. So like, it was ridiculous to let Delaney go. Delaney did nothing wrong to Katie. I don't like I, my hypothesized Katie hated her. So it, yes, they, they were down two people. They, they, Delaney should have been there, but Katie doesn't look bad, though. It, it, I mean, Chef Matt is the only one that comes out of this episode looking bad. But, yeah, I mean, they should have had more people. I don't, no, I, no, that isn't... That Chef Matt can't blame, hey, Delaney's not here on that. But... No, and I, and I think this goes into more of Katie's decision. Do you think it was more appropriate she should have maybe foreseen that the exterior crew was going to have to help them out a bit and say, yeah. hey, you know, Malia, we're probably going to need your help if we only go down to two stews. Is that okay with you? Because I feel like that's would have been a very proactive approach and to say that you, this really isn't her decision alone. 
this should have been, and I don't want to say the whole boat's decision because I kind of gave her a hard time for asking everybody's opinion, but I think you maybe should have gone to Malia before and said, hey, we're going to go down to two stews. We're going to need some help from the exterior. Is that okay? And I honestly think Malia would have said, just bring Delaney back. But this is where we are. I think Katie worked her tail off this episode. And yeah, her work work ethic is incredible, but she wouldn't have had to put herself through all of this stress. And probably like, do we see later in the charter that Courtney feels like she just has so much on her plate as well that, you know, she's, she's putting more stress on everybody here. And yes, that is designed by, you know, Lloyd was out for a little bit and, you know, but her decision left no room for like error or this instance where Lloyd was going to be gone. And he was, so yeah, it's really tough. I know, but I, I think she put it all on her shoulders because she made the decision and Here's where we are. I just hope she can last another two days doing this because I, I was watching the time. She was she was in her bed for four hours at most each night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because like like the uh, Jamel and the game, they were up until four a.m. both nights. And yeah, where where's maritime law? Uh, I don't like where's maritime law on this as far as like not giving people breaks. I mean that's pretty ridiculous. But is maritime law like? up to date or is it still like pirate code <laughs> i don't know because <laughs> obviously last season they talked about it all the time as far as like drugs and everything no <laughs> maybe maritime law doesn't care about labor laws whatsoever i have no idea actually <laughs> i feel like you know how there's an there's uh, a running gag in always sunny in philadelphia where charlie knows a lot about bird law <laughs> i feel yeah. like anytime you bring up maritime law i just think of charlie talking bird law where it's like none of us really know anything here <laughs> yeah so, well, I, I'm yeah i mean i'm sure she's not supposed to be working that <laughs> but I, I mean yeah so it, she created a problem so, for herself and now yeah she's got to work a ton i don't know no I, and and I, I hope she can last another, I guess, at this point, 36 hours before, um, you know, Jamel and her crew are off. Uh, so, Sean, one other thing that happened at the very end of last episode. So Lloyd was not feeling well, had some, he threw up, his, he had chest pains. So Sandy sent him to, I don't know if it was the hospital or just like a doctor's office or an, an urgent care or whatever it is, to go get checked out the doctor said he had a panic attack. So he, he was going to be gone for a day. Um, and Sean, I look, I watched Twitter as that was happening and people were just, just that Lloyd, you know, had to get sent off. They were worried for him. Is he the most beloved character in recent below deck history? I think so. Like I, I, I really do. I mean, who who did i think he has like 100 percent approval that's impossible nowadays to have for anyone to have 100 percent approval like on the internet and, and yeah, yeah i mean I, I think i think maybe like maybe it wasn't like alex from a recent season he's the one who like liked bugsy is that yeah. last, last season of below deck or, he was like really liked but i feel oh, like, I feel like 
Colin, yeah. But I feel like Lloyd is just universally loved. Like when he when he wasn't feeling well, he, when he wasn't feeling well, I thought Blow Jack Twitter was going to crash. We were worried. <laughs> yeah, so. it's yeah. He's and it, it's not like he's just like himself, and he's kind of cool without trying. And yeah, he's just hundred percent approval. I think. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I would say Alex is a good one, and Colin too. Girls never get the hundred percent approval for some reason. I don't know why. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Sean, moving moving on here a little bit. So, um, Jamel Hill. So we've got her husband. And they're celebrating their one year anniversary. So, congratulations! And then they brought on a, a lot of friends, including uh, like an ESPN host. Um, and Sean, I thought this was probably maybe like, this is a top two fun charter of the season. I think oh, maybe yeah. like, maybe like the group that did the October fest, that might be one, but these guys are number two, just because, you know, they're exploring the whole boat. They're, you know, up to all hours, just playing games, enjoying time, having a ton of drinks in the sense, like the variety of it. I feel like Katie, the fact that she got all of those orders right was insane. Um, I couldn't remember half of those, let alone speak, pay, take 10 minutes to make them. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, this is a great group. Uh, as soon as they walk down, they're like, do you guys have cigars? Uh, I love that they're playing poker until 4 a.m. That just sounds fun. I would do yep. the same thing. Like, what, what do you have to wake up? What are you, what are you waking up, up early for? It's a three-day vacation. I mean, yeah. And um, that one, I forget his name, the big guy, when they're doing the water toys, that was pretty hilarious. Ronnie? Is that Ronnie? Okay. Yeah. 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 Ronnie, Ronnie, the crossing guard. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, though. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're a very fun group. Uh- if we want to get to Chef Matt. Uh, you know, they had fish for lunch and Jamel and them, they're just like, Hey, this is bland. Is that, that's the first time Matt's got any negative feedback, like purely yeah. negative. Yeah. They liked everything else. I think that, you know, it's not like the fish was bad. It was just bland. So I think the way he like, did he bread it or something, but they thought it was going to be spicy. So I think they just asked for like some hot, some hot sauce, things like that. Uh, but that sent him a little bit into a spiral and it was so funny. Cause like Katie, like saw it coming a mile away. Right. Um, and so she knows that Matt takes criticism terribly. Um, and I think even captain Sandy noticed that. And so she just kept saying like, she believes in him and, uh, building him up. And so obviously in the, ne- then in the next meal, uh, there's like a, garnish that they put on there that's uh bull's blood beets and so he knew it was bull's blood he didn't necessarily know there was like a beet it's like i think it's like the top of a beet or something or like the yeah the leaf from a beet uh so somebody just said they didn't like beets and you know he, he's just like oh he told katie he kept going like oh i'm sorry i ruined the entire trip i ruined everything like he's just like begging for like i don't know appreciation or satisfaction or Whatever it was, I feel like Katie's really sick of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt also tells the guests that they weren't beets. I mean, I guess he doesn't know, and he's trying to save face. She wasn't allergic or anything, but uh, 
Yeah, bull's blood. That's just I don't like that name for a vegetable. That's and it's kind of like a badass vegetable name, like <laughs> carrot. Just as a garnish? I don't yeah. yeah. Bull's blood. Okay. All right. Yeah. Different strokes uh, for different folks. Yeah. Um, that- but yeah, I mean that so that's so that's two meals. Not even getting to breakfast. But that's two where he kind of like not full mess ups, but kind of partial mess up. So the guy's uh it's a perfect season, even at that point, is over. And you mentioned that Katie's, you know, kind of at our wits end with him. Like John, what do you think of like, he's a perfectionist, right? Yeah. Matt? And maybe that's admirable in a chef. I don't, are you do you find it admirable or are you just like irritated by it? Like the constant perfect like quest for perfection kind of aggravated that he has to like keep getting like reassurance from katie that's kind of annoying um wasn't like malia's boyfriend wasn't he the guy who was like a chef tom 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 was it he was like a perfectionist and that was like off the charts like he was he was like he he was like oh the toasted crisps are too toasted or something like he would go off and he he was just like if i can't do it perfect i'm not gonna do it at least like i don't know I, i mean Matt complains a lot, but you know, as we get into the next meal with breakfast, like his confidence really does hit an all time low and it shows up in his food where it just shows it just really wasn't made with love. He was just going through the motions, except the fact that he like broke 15 eggs in a row. It's got to be some record. <laughs> I think, John, I think the Tom comparison is good because Tom, if I'm a like a server or a stew. I'd be like afraid to go into Tom's kitchen because his like when he's dramatic, it's like almost too much. Where with Matt, it's just like he's very needy, but he's non-threatening. Yeah, you know what? You just feel bad for him. Yeah, because he's because he gets so upset about even the slightest criticism. Where where with Tom, it's like okay, this is like kind of toxic right now. I don't I don't need to be in this kitchen. Uh, yeah, dude, that breakfast, that was, he just woke up, had literally no confidence, nothing. And like, it was, it was, he was, he was defeated before he even started cooking. And yeah, that was like, if I was cooking omelets for 10 people. I do think, and I, you know what? that's how my eggs turn out. It's, yeah. I never get the heat right. It's always burnt, half burnt, half uh not cooked at all yeah i wonder if you kind of look at like so katie knew that matt was having a bad morning like do you think katie could have given them the option to say hey guys we're just going to do like maybe not family style but like a typical like like i don't know like continental plus like a hot continental like and i'm not saying like there it seems like there were a lot of breakfasts this year that were just like oh we're bringing out the muffins now we're bringing out the fruit now we're bringing out this like it wasn't like everyone had their own order i feel like that wasn't a big thing this season where every single person had their own order and now you're throwing this at a, a guy who has no confidence like I don't know. Maybe, maybe Katie could have redirected that and be like, Oh guys, we're going to do this for breakfast. Or it's, it's gotta be tough if somebody's paying a ton of money and they all just want different stuff for breakfast though. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think Katie lacks a certain authority to her to get away with that. 
I think I think Daisy, if Daisy told me, hey, we're doing like I'm we're doing like a platter of scrambled eggs and you know a few other platters and that's it, I'd be like, okay, I guess this is what's for breakfast. I, I just can't picture Kitty saying that. And I just think the guests would have kind of like been like, no, like that's I there's a power dynamic between the chief stew and the guests sometimes. And I just, I just don't think Kitty ever has it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that she needed to do that at all. Uh, but, you know, Matt's this absolutely killed Matt trying to make, yeah. I don't know, eight, you know, eight different breakfasts. It looked like, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's um, super hard. I remember last season uh, or sailing yacht, Natasha tried to tell uh, Barry that they're going to do family style one meal and Barry's like, nope, like that's, we're not doing no. family style for a sing- any meal. So yeah. And Natasha actually had a smaller kitchen than Matt. Yeah. So that's even tougher. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Sean, I guess we got to get to the be- next big thing, which is the, uh, the talent show here. Huh? Love it. Um, so obviously Lloyd is the MC for the night. So I think he, he's a little happy that he doesn't have to do a talent. Right. Um, it actually kind of feels like, and I feel like even Malia mentioned this, like it's kind of, I don't know. Is it too much to ask for the crew to do like a talent show? Like they're there to serve you, be safe, you know, you know, make sure the boat's safe, make sure you're having a good time. Do you think a talent show is an appropriate ask? Um, Look, I, Jamil Hill obviously watches the show. I think she knows, like, hey, these people, like, they're yachties, but they're also comfortable being on TV. So maybe, like, some of them are kind of, like, hams or show-offs. So I, I think it's okay if you're – I mean, it's – it's not something I would ever ask for. And I'd also be – I personally would not want to do one, but – it's okay it's okay john would you would you be pumped to do a talent show probably not um just because it's just one more thing i've got to do and you know it's like you have like an 18 hour work day you know <laughs> um i don't even know when courtney and katie had time to put this wrap together i think it was courtney ba- i think it was courtney based but yes. still they're running around like chickens with the heads cut off and now they've got a you know, literally perform for the guests. So I think it's a big ask. I don't think it's outlandish, but uh, it was pretty interesting to see the, see the, you know, the crew do things, you know, David saying he has no talents trying to juggle for three seconds. You know, that was kind of funny. Um, You know, uh, Z with some nice golf tricks, which I saw his golf swing earlier. And he said his mom's a, a, a professional professional golfer, golfer yeah so yeah and south africa is famous for golf so uh you know it was pretty good i thought john, Lloyd, although although he didn't have to do a talent i thought his emceeing skills were great oh yeah lloyd was a natural MC, as we saw during Oktoberfest as well john you're you you know we both golf but you're a bigger golfer than me how how is he swing i mean they were just kind of chipping uh from you know into like different spots but he landed some pretty close yeah and uh you know those golf tricks that he did i don't know a 12 handicap 
that can do any better than that. So I think, I think Z's probably, he's, he's probably a 12 handicap, if not, if not better. Like, I think that's his seal. That's his like ceiling as far as how many strokes he would need. But I think he's about a 12 handicap is my guess. Could be lower, but. um, Yeah. The, the golf juggling, if you're, you know, the age of like 28 years old or older, you you remember that Tiger Woods commercial, the Nike one where he's juggling the golf ball with his pitching wedge. Iconic. Iconic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to try oh, yeah. to do that all the time as a kid. Yeah, I could never do it. Um, <laughs> so, so Sean, I feel like that's kind of the episode because oh, I feel well, like this was a big setup for the next episode, which is the finale. But do you have any honorable mentions or anything else we want to jump into before we go into who won, who lost the episode? I want to shout out. So Malia kind of does gymnastics in the talent show. Malia looks like a nat- natural gymnast. She, she just she, looks like an athlete. Yeah, she's got the gymnast body, the short, yeah. but like muscular. Yeah, so she'd be yeah. great at that. And then, all right, Kitty and Coco rapping. Uh, <laughs> I, I shout out to Courtney, who just always goes for it all the time. I, she never gets embarrassed or feels any sort of like shame or anything. It's like. Like she sells it. She sells, yeah. hey, I'm rapping. In front, I'm a white girl rapping in front of 10 black people. And I don't, I'm not embarrassed by this whatsoever. Where Katie was cringing the entire time. So shout out Courtney Kate, for that. Katie kind of had like, she put on like a New York, like an like a New York accent <laughs> while she was rapping. I thought Katie should use so, some accents for a talent. Oh yeah, she's she's over one or over two. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Colorado and so, Italian, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so Sean, any uh, anything else honorable mentions before we jump into who won, who lost the episode? I think that's it. I mean, is there anything else about Lloyd's return? I thought him and Sandy kind of had a nice moment. Yeah, I think we were all just glad to get him back. You know. Yeah. I do you? So. I, I mean. I think a great opportunity for Sandy to kind of win everyone back is maybe help Lloyd find a boat. That'd be great. I think, I mean, she's got connections. So I say you lost anybody, Sean. I think, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, all right. So, so let's get into awards. Who won the episode? Dude, I had Z. I think he was underselling himself to Courtney in general. Like, I, I'm impressed by the golf skills. Although, I'm not actually sure girls are impressed with golf skills. Maybe our girls, John, maybe you would know, you know more, more than me. Girls are usually annoyed by golf, right? Yes. Girls are not, women in general are not impressed with golf skills. <laughs> There's annoyed you're playing golf. Yes. Um, yeah. But, you know, maybe it should be initially. Um, also, I love how, you know, because uh, David, was you know he was like z what are you doing when the guests asked him to play golf with them and like do the little competition i love how z just went for it just trust his instincts like hey the guess i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it yep. and i don't know i think he's just a legit cool guy i know i mean i know everyone likes z but this was the first episode i'm like i, I really want to be this guy's friend if they rate the opportunity and i actually think he has he could have a real chance with courtney if he had any game which I don't believe he does, but hey, that's he's still he's still a youngish guy. He'll figure it out. But 
Z's got potential. So I yeah. uh, I picked Z's my winner. John, who'd you pick? So I have Katie winning. Okay. Um, I know it's a little hard on her at the beginning of the of the beginning of this episode, but she realized that yeah, maybe she screwed up by you know kicking Delaney to the curb, but she said, well then this is on me. She put the crew on her back and she worked her tail off. And I think so far the guests are happy with her service. My biggest question is, can she keep this up for another 36 hours? Because Sean, we all remember, and this isn't the same, but like, I remember college where like, yeah, you might pull an all nighter finishing a paper or during finals week, you're up till four for like two days straight. But that like third day, you're like, you can't operate that like third, fourth day. Like your body can only take so many nights of three, four hours of sleep before you're just shot. So I really hope she can go for the next 36 hours. Um, We'll see what happens. Yeah, your brain turns off after a certain amount of time. And if you're hit with like anything tough, you just get very emotional usually. Yeah, no, you you need to sleep. Like your body does need sleep. So good luck to Katie. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, Also shout out her when the guests were, you know, up late playing poker and they wanted food. And, you know, she asked, she asked Matt, like, hey, like the guests want food. And Matt's, you know, obviously Matt wanted to go to sleep. But Katie figured out, hey, I'm just going to give them uh, crisps. Live as Brit- uh, New Zealand for chips, I'm guessing. But, uh, you know, she figured out the food, food situation for them. I, she, she, yeah, she carried the entire interior. And she, I feel like she sort of carried Matt a little bit. Kind of like yeah. how she dealt with him. Yeah. Exactly. So, right. uh, so Sean, who'd you have losing the episode then? Uh, I mean, it has to be Matt, right? Uh, yeah. And as you mentioned before, his his neediness and kind of need for perfection just uh, very irritating at this point, you know, as I know Kitty's irritated by it too. Um, but yeah, he had three three meals with that at least weren't perfect. I mean, you know, the fish was bland. He used beets, which, okay, I don't think that ruined the meal, but the people, some of the guests didn't want beets. But yeah, that breakfast was an unmitigated disaster. And I, we, I'm excited for next episode because we finished this episode and he's halfway through breakfast. So, like only a few of the guests have been served. He's got a beach picnic next week. I. This is gonna be might be bad for Matt this next episode. So well, we will see. John, did you have Matt losing too? I pretty much did. I mean, I will say that I was actually gonna have a very controversial have Katie also losing the episode. Oh, okay, okay. I want to hear that uh, because her decision to not keep Delaney when it made a ton of sense to keep Delaney basically put a strain on the interior and the exterior. So she kind of created this issue. Yes, she has so far triumphed over it, but I don't think she's going to let, I don't think she can keep up at this pace. And the fact that she's going at this breakneck pace, that's her, I guess, fault, right? For getting rid of Delaney when it made sense. And even Malia was like, why don't you just go get Delaney? And even Sandy gave her that option, go get Delaney. So Sean, maybe you're right. Maybe just Katie just really didn't like her, which is out of character for Katie. But 
I have no other reason why it wouldn't make sense at this point. <laughs> so uh, Delinia was at Watch What Happens Live last night, like in the audience. Really? <laughs> I think she really wants to be on TV. Yeah. Did they talk to her at all? Uh, yeah, Andy talked to her for like a, f- a few seconds and asked about Kitty's decision. And Sandy and Delaney agreed that Delaney should have stayed. But um, maybe that's a precursor to next episode. Yeah, to the uh, reunion too. Yeah, I mean, we will. I, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think well, Del- Delaney, will Delaney wants Delaney to be on TV. On? Will Delaney come on for question of the week? Or sorry, for will Delaney, will Delaney come on for... Uh, like the re- reunion? Oh, 100 percent Okay. She wants to be on TV, clearly. So yeah. <laughs> Maybe Kitty sensed that and was like, I don't want to make you famous too. Like you can <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You can she was there home. for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Sean, what do you got for question of the week? All right. So this is very episode related, but if you were on the crew, John, and we kind of hinted this before, you know, neither of us be necessarily be excited to do a talent show, but yeah, I do one. What would your talent be? Okay. So there's from like a physical standpoint. So I can juggle about as well as David can juggle. Mm. Uh, I can moonwalk. Oh, okay. I don't think that's really, I don't know if that's a talent anymore. I can like do the worm. Um, but again, I can't like put any of those things together. So, so oh, John, I was gonna say, you're really good at wedding introductions. Yeah, but like beyond the introduction, I got nothing. <laughs> so I think what my move is, I would say, all right, everyone, put your phones away. Okay. Now give me the first celebrity who comes to mind, and I guarantee you, I can tell you their birthday. And the only issue with that, Sean, is I don't know anybody's celebrities' birthdays, but I'm just going to make up a date, you know? So, like, uh, an example, like, name any celebrity, Sean. Ashton Kutcher. March 9th. Next question. So, my yeah, right? So, my confidence (laughs) may get me there, and as long as they don't fact check me, it might work, but, yeah, I mean... I know that's not a talent. I'm just lying to people, but I think it might play for a bit. Yeah, I like that. If you, especially if at the beginning of your, of your performance, you collect everyone's phones, and maybe they, you think they're doing something else with it, but it's just so they can't yeah. fact check you. <laughs> or just do it like quick enough. I'll be like, I'll do four. I'll do four. Let's just let we'll get on to the next one. You know, so nobody checks it. Um, <laughs> I don't that's know, I like, all I got though. I like the collecting everyone's phones first. To really confuse them, like, oh, what's John gonna do? And then, yeah, okay, that, that's good though. Your, it would, yeah, it would cloud your judgment as to what celebrity you'd pick. I need you to have a clear mind. Please give me your phones. Jeff, so, Sean, anyway, what would yours be? If I was drunk enough, I'd be impressed by that. Um, yeah. No, I would, I would team up to get team up with someone else, and I would try to write like a funny skit to perform. And now, look, I think I could potentially make that work. I have no acting skills, but I feel like me and like a friend, we could come up with something funny to do. And like, this could be a huge disaster, but I would make myself laugh. And maybe that translates to the guests. Yeah. (laughs) 
I you know think you're looking at yeah what type of scores you're looking at like a sympathy sex here or <laughs> i think i also laugh at my own jokes a lot so maybe just hearing me laugh it would be contagious but yeah a little a little skit there you go you you and jimmy fallon would kill it on snl just laugh and finish your own jokes um yes all right so all right so we got a couple things down and maybe if i'd longer to think about it but yeah i think i'm just gonna go with uh lying to the guests is my talent um now so sean let's jump into some life advice here we've got a reoccurring life advice so um this person sent in uh if you remember we had listeners send in a submission uh, back in June around getting out of a long-term relationship and deciding to move in with a buddy on a tight budget or keep living with parents. So I know you and I both said, you got to move in with your buddy, figure out the budget later. Um, so uh, I'll read it. He goes, hello again, but hello deck boys. Thanks for the roommate advice. Moved in with my buddy at the beginning of September. And it's been pretty great. As you know, I was really trying to get back into dating. Problem is the bar scene where I live is terrible now. I'm guessing mostly due to COVID. Example, a few of the really cool bars went out of business and the others are just 90% guys all the time. I'm not particularly photogenic, so dating apps don't work great for me. Any thoughts on where to meet women? Um, so Sean, this one, this one, I feel like I, I can like piggyback on like some other, like, you know, oh, I'm moving to a new city. How do I make new friends? Things like mm-hmm. that. Um, so Sean, what, you got any advice for our uh, our friend here? So... John, it's funny when I was single, you know, a long time ago, but, uh, so my, I had a rule when I was single, if I was invited to someone's birthday party or someone I knew was going to a birthday party and wanted me to tag along and I didn't have directly competing plans, I always went. It wouldn't matter if I barely knew the person or I had to be at work super early the next day. I still went And my reasoning was. It's a perfect place to meet new people, especially girls. And this is particularly true. This is a female friend's birthday party. So, John, ask any girl. They would rather say they met a guy at a mutual friend's birthday party than just like at a bar. So, with that being said, with my rule in mind, I would say to our guy that he should just start saying yes to more stuff. Be it a work party, a birthday party, uh, weddings. Galas, even if you're type of guy getting invited to galas, but even if it doesn't sound like that much fun or it's out of your comfort comfort zone, just go for it. And then also just like stop canceling plans. So, I, I yeah, say yes to more stuff. I guess, in a nutshell. Yep. Yeah, I think I echo that. Um, I think uh, Bill Hader's character from the movie Superbad had this nailed down. He goes, you don't want to meet a chick at a bar, man. You got to go other places. Got to go to a spin class, a farmer's market, just somewhere social, non-threatening. Like, it's not wrong, right? It's not wrong. Um, uh, you know, farmer's markets, I, I have no clue how those go. But See, farmer's market is really a, couple, a couple's thing. But yeah. there are, I mean, it's not exclusively, though. I think you're going to find couples and single women at farmer's markets like you're not gonna find a lot of single guys at farmer's markets so your pool here is gonna be you're gonna have a lot of opportunity right 
I'm thinking. So, uh, you know, I'd, I'd also like to add, you know, it, like it might be worth trying to join like a kickball beer league, you know, or something where it's just social again, you like non-threatening, just, you know, really easy to meet people that way. Yeah, definitely. Jen, have you ever been invited to a gala? Yeah. Mm. I went to like, I think it was like the gala of hope in, in Saratoga. Um, it was like for probably cancer, like, you know, cancer treatment or something. So I went to one of those, I had to like rent it. I think my tux was like slightly more expensive than like the auction I won there. Yeah. I think if our guy can go to that stuff too, that, that I feel like girls, girls get dressed up for that stuff and are ready to meet people. They do, but they go on dates to galas. They get invited to galas yeah. or they bring a date to a gala. I don't know. Um, anyway, so Sean, we're coming down the conclusion here. Mm. Um, and, you know, I want to thank the listeners. This has obviously been an interesting season. You know, we've gone from a previous platform to now this platform that we're on. So thank you for following and listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for the life advice that's come in. We're always looking for new stuff. Um, you know, if, you, if you're on Twitter, follow overboard underscore pod. Um, usually one of us is live tweeting the episode. Um, if you want to reach out to us directly, you can. Sean's at Below Deck Sean, and I'm at John Farley XC. Um, we'd love to get some more listener submitted life advice. You know, uh, Below Deck Pod at gmail.com. Send in what you're thinking, and we'll try to help you out. Um, also, I'd love to plug the Lloyd interview. It's not up yet, but it should be uh, by the end of this week. Um, so please take a look at that. Um, you know, we're just trying to put out as much content as we can, quality content as we can. Love it. Yeah, everyone, hopefully end of this week, you'll get that. So stay tuned. But yeah, John, everyone, bon voyage.